This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bums! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, and it's broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on downs! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the again. kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson after a long, long weekend, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It was a long weekend. It was a really long Saturday night. Oh my gosh, Saturday was a long day. I know that there were some people that got a hotel room in Kansas City after the Bullpups were playing at Piper, but we said, uh-uh, we're going to tough it out. We're driving well, we back. Well, we didn't have much choice. <laughs> well, that's true. We, we, we joked during the game broadcast. We said, maybe we can get everybody in the crowd to pitch in a buck and we can find a hotel room. I would have made you sleep with Pistol. Uh, I would have taken the bed I would have slept own. on the floor. Because Pistol snores. We aren't even the backseat Well, I think you do, too. It'd be, a, it'd be a bad well, I didn't. Trip. I wouldn't have had my sleep apnea machine. Yeah, it would have been real bad. Been not good for you guys, I'll tell you that. But a really long weekend, fun weekend. I'm pretty tired today, Steve. Are oh, you tired? I'm, I'm just like, I could, take, I could take the whole day and just sleep all day. But you know what makes me feel a little bit better after a long weekend? You know what makes me feel better? I have no idea. Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. Steve, the witch is dead. That's right. Tom Brady, he's gone. See you later. They're out of the playoffs. The Chiefs don't have to play the Patriots. Yeah. Ding dong, the wicked old witch is dead. Which old witch? The wicked witch. Oh, Steve, that makes me feel a whole lot better with what's coming up these next couple of weeks. And the thing about it is... It shouldn't come as a big surprise. The no. W- the way the Patriots played the last half of the season, they were 4-4 four and four in their last eight games. I gave them too much credit. They lost two home games in December, December. Then they lose another home game on Sunday. So they lost three home games basically in December because, because I mean, January is just kind of a carryover of December. So, I mean, we didn't get to see the game. Uh, we had, you know, we didn't see one second of it. I didn't tape it. I didn't really care because I knew I could just read about it. But uh, Tom Brady only put, what, 13 points on the board at home against a Tennessee team that was barely 500. Tells me the the Patriots just didn't have it the second half of the season, and Tom Brady looked all his 42 years, and this could be the beginning of the end for the Patriots. Well, I'm sure you've seen the stats, Steve, that you go back until like 2001 – the team that has represented the AFC in the Super Bowl has either featured Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, 
or Joe Flacco the one year in the Super Bowl. One so year statue. It's pretty much been one of those three guys. Right. Big Ben hurt. Peyton Manning retired. Tom Brady, the Wicked Witch is dead. Yeah. So that means the AFC has opened up. They have opened up the gates. The doors have swung open as they try and enter the land of Oz. And maybe this is the year, Steve. Maybe this is the year for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they got a great draw with getting Houston. I would not have wanted to see the Chiefs play the Titans this week. No. I think Houston is the better draw out of the two. The four games this weekend were a ton of fun. I had some really bad predictions on Friday. No, I went I 0 for 4. I, w- I wasn't much better. You I were was, 2 and 2. Was I 2 and 2? I was 0 for 4. Okay. I, I said well, Bills, the, Patriots, the shocker, Saints, Eagles. The shocker to me was the Saints losing to Minnesota. That was the one really I, I did puzzling not, loss of the I did the weekend. not see that coming. Uh, of course, everyone's saying, well, now Kirk Cousins, he can win the big one. Well, Kirk really didn't do all that much. It was a lot of Dalvin Cook I gotta and give, their defense. I got to give Vikings fans, friend Cliff. of the show, Eli, Cliff Ox, yeah. yeah. I got to give them at least just a little break here. I'll give their boy Kirk just a little bit of credit. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen, right? They're going to get drilled at San Francisco. <laughs> Kirk is going to have a bad game yeah. in the Bay Area. Yeah, because but San good Fran- for them. San Francisco has got a fast physical defense, and Kirk won his one game, so now they can kind of – Back off a little bit on that. But let's get back to the AFC and the Chiefs. I can. This is how long it's been since the Chiefs have made the Super Bowl. I was just be, I had just become a teenager. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had just become aware. No. I had just become <laughs> – I was just a teenager. Just I was 13 years old when the Chiefs played in the Super Bowl. And you know how old I am. Older than 86? Well, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's what I was but, thinking. I mean, I can remember – Watching that nineteen that game in nineteen seventy when they threw the out pass to uh, Otis Taylor and I think it was Ursel McBee or something Ursel something the cornerback from Minnesota Otis Taylor trampled him ran into the end zone Chiefs easy win over Minnesota and I also was around when it was sixty five toss power trap or sixty seven toss power trap sixty five sixty five toss power trap Mike Garrett running into the end zone for the only touchdown against the Jets. Everything else was field goals for the Chiefs. But I remember those two games, but I was a kid and when when the Chiefs played in the uh, or or you know, when the Chiefs played the Vikings, um, I, I remember that game more, but when they played the Packers in the Super fir- Bowl one in the first Super Bowl, I was nine years old. So <laughs> and we're on Super Bowl what? Like fifty four. Fifty four. Okay, that'll tell you. That just puts into perspective how long it's been since the Chiefs played in the Super Bowl? Well, Steve, let me throw this out there for you. As we have gotten into the divisional round, four teams left in the AFC. I'm not saying that as a Chiefs fan, the expectation is to win the Super Bowl. I'm not putting that high of a bar. I'm not even saying the expectation is you've got to make the Super Bowl. But what I am saying is this Kansas City Chiefs team has to be able to make the AFC Championship right. game. They have to win this Yeah, because week. they only have to win one game to do it. Just they have game. to win this week in order to have any sort of takeaway that is positive from this season because you could not have asked for much better. Number one, New England, the Wicked Witch, it's dead. Right. They cruise through the AFC West. Right. They get the better of the matchups, I think. I don't think the Chiefs want to bring Tennessee in no, to Arrowhead Stadium. Not Derrick right Henry. Now. Can you imagine Derrick Henry against that Chiefs defense? He already 
killed them for almost 200 yards on a couple touchdowns this the year. The Texans are just fluttering. And and I think that they're flying with a broken wing right now. Yeah. And that one sniper can take them out. And they don't have Jadavian Clowney anymore. That's right. They do He's in have Seattle. J.J. Watt back, though. I will say that. They've got J.J. Watt back. I don't know if Will Fuller, number five, is playing. Fifth. The fifth Fuller. The fifth. The fifth. But, you know, he's kind of been a Chiefs killer in the past, but he's been hurt. He didn't play, I don't think, uh, this weekend. So, But this is their golden opportunity, Steve. Right. You have the MVP quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He won't win the MVP this year, no. but MVP quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. You have all the weapons. The defense is playing well. And for Andy Reid, he cannot continue to lose games in the playoffs that, on paper, his team should win. They cannot continue to lose in these types of games. You go back to... Two years ago, Tennessee, they were the better team by a lot that day and lost to Marcus Mariota. He threw a touchdown pass to himself. There was the crazy forward progress on the sack that would have been a forced fumble and, and, a, and a touchdown the other way. You even go to the Pittsburgh game the year before that, the Chiefs were better than that Steelers team. They scored two touchdowns. Pittsburgh scored none, okay. and they couldn't find a way to win. Yeah, they kicked, what, six field goals or something like that? You go to the Indianapolis game, the two years or three years before oh that, on God. the road, where you're up 38-10. to 10. Andy Reid, for his legacy, with this team, these weapons, and this matchup, they cannot lose this weekend. No. They cannot lose this no, weekend. No, because it, if sets you lose, or- it sets the organization back to me. If you lose at Baltimore in a tough game against Lamar Jackson, the league's MVP, you walk away and, and you hold your head high and say, man, we were close again. Yeah. Just like last year with New England, you're close again. Well, D. Ford doesn't jump off. Something. Well, that too. But I really think this Chiefs team cannot lose this weekend. They, no. they, they cannot lose this weekend in order to maintain the relevance in the NFL. They lose this weekend. It's not pretty. It's and, not pretty. And it's really, But it's really hard for a six seed to go on the road and win in successive weeks. Ten the, or, I'm sorry, Houston. You're confusing I'm me. Con, I'm sorry. I was Houston's a four seed. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking Houston was a six seed, but they're not. That's Tennessee. It's going to be tough for Tennessee though to win at Baltimore as a six seed. You're right. NFC side, Steve. I think that there are going to be a couple of really fun games next weekend. You've got the Seahawks and Green Bay, a great matchup, which has become a really fun rivalry. You've got the Vikings going to the Bay Area to take on San Francisco. I think these four games, out of the four, the worst game competitive-wise might be Chiefs-Texans. It might be Chiefs-Texans. Really? I really think that Tennessee is going to hang in there with Baltimore. Their defense has been good. They can run the football. And I think they might have an answer for Lamar Jackson. I see San Francisco-Minnesota as being the worst game. I really do. I think Kirk Cousins must he mustered together one yeah, decent game. Yeah, but Steve, who who have you said you have no faith in all year long? Jimmy G. You had no faith in Jimmy Garoppolo no. all year long. No. And now you're saying he's just going to go out and roll people. But their their running game is really good, and their defense is really really good. And it wouldn't surprise me if they scored a defensive touchdown in that game. I was pretty happy for the Chiefs as well with the draw in terms of what time they play. Yeah. They're going to play on Sunday. They play the 2:05 game, so they play the afternoon game on Sunday, the late game on Sunday, Seahawks-Packers, and then the two games on Saturday, Vikings-49ers early game, and then Titans-Ravens now, is late game. Now, is this the game. only game we get with Mitch on the uh, call? You're right. As far as our, our radio schedule? 
There will be Mitch Holtis on the call. Right. But you need to be within listening distance of 101 the Fox in Kansas City. Right. They are only allowed for the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl to carry on the flagship station. Right. Because Westwood One owns the broadcast rights for the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. Right. So this is your last chance, unless you want to drive like an hour east and get within listening range of 101 the Fox to hear the voice of the Chiefs for a big playoff game. Well, I tell you, it just doesn't seem like a Chiefs game on the radio without Mitch. I don't know. Kevin Harlan's not bad Yeah, either. Kevin Harlan's not bad. He's not bad. So, Steve, fun weekend of football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The big news, though, today that everybody has been stalking out. We'll talk about it next. Okay. Is that a pretty good tease that right there? That is a good tease because I wasn't sure where you are going with that. The biggest news of the day. We'll talk about it next. Okay. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Well, we think we are. Well, who knows? <laughs> Steve, are you there? Do you I'm hear me? I'm there. Mark said his. It went dead in his office. Maybe Are you there, Steve? I am here. Blink twice if you're there. I am here. I see it. Yeah. You're here. Okay. Okay. Steve, the big news of the day coming from Big D, Little A, Double L, AS, and Jerry World from Baldwin City, Kansas. Ooh. The new coach of the Dallas Cowboys after all this time waiting, not Jason Garrett. They're not bringing him back. That was one of the things that no was Lincoln Riley. floating around yesterday. Lincoln no Riley. Lincoln Riley. Yeah, his name was hot. All the OU Sooner fans can, can feel better. Grandpa Danny's got to be feeling good. But the man they took is an alumni of one heck of an institution, Mike McCarthy, of your former Green Bay Packers coach, former Baker Wildcat, is and now the head coach of the Baker Cowboys. Grad, so. I went to Baker. Okay. He's a smart man, obviously. I mean, he got a great <laughs> education. But... He is going to be the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And this is not just him being in the same you know fraternity as me. Not actual fraternity, but group of people. Right. I think it's a good hire. I, I don't know who else Dallas could have had that would have been better than him. And I was watching a couple of the talk shows uh, before I came in. Uh, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN and his band of idiots. Your boy, Stephen yeah, A. It, yeah, that's a band. Of, they just absolutely blistered this selection. They thought it was awful. They said he's behind the times. But, you know, he's been out of football for a year. He didn't coach this last year. Oh, a couple years. Yeah. Has it been two years? No, no. Oh, just one year. Yeah, because Lafleur came Matt in Lafleur. and won 11 games in his, or 12 games in his 13 games in his first year. But Mike McCarthy's had a time to kind of sit back, reevaluate how he did things at Green Bay. And if he got an Another chance, you know, Carolina interviewed him. There was a really big feature that was talking about how Mike McCarthy has pretty much already assembled his staff and that for the last year they have been putting together game plans for fictional games, that they've been meeting up at his ranch out there in the middle of nowhere, and him and this group of coaches, they've been putting together game plans and saying this is what we would do here, this is what we do here. So they have been preparing. And you know what this reminds me of, Steve? Less Miles. 
No, I think Les Miles is definitely not but the Les same Miles category. Miles had been formulating game plans, so he uh, got another job. Kind of, but right. this is what this reminds me of. Do you remember a big jolly fellow who was a coach in a tough media market for about a decade, 15 years? Right. Got his team to a Super Bowl a couple of times. Big Red. Couldn't quite get it done. Took a lot of heat. Got fired. Steps aside for a year or so. And then gets a new job, gets that itch again, starts winning games. Big Red, Andy Reid in Kansas City. Remember at the end of his time in Philadelphia, people were blistering Andy Reid. He can't win a big game. He can't do this. And, well, he hasn't really won the big game yet in Kansas City. But, obviously, he is an elite coach. He has been in Super Bowls. He has had his team right there on the door. Mike McCarthy reminds me of Andy Reid. Had a run in Green Bay. I think he was there for almost the same amount of time. Years. He was there for 13 Made years. Made the playoffs nine times and won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl, and now he gets a chance. And my thought with Mike McCarthy is, if you and I thought he'd be a good fit in Cleveland, too, but if you can give him a decent amount of weapons, he's got what it takes in terms of being a capable coach. He's got Dak Prescott. He's got Ezekiel Elliott. I think his defense can be good enough if you give him a little bit of time, you give him a couple more weapons, that Dallas needed somebody different than Jason Garrett. Well, let me ask you this. When you look at the rosters of Green Bay and Dallas, who has a better overall roster? Probably Dallas. I would think so. Dallas has, like, one of the top three offensive lines in football. They have maybe the best running back in football, or at least the highest paid. Dak Prescott's a top eight quarterback, probably. You think he's top eight? For sure, top ten. Top ten. They have great linebackers. They have a really good guy on defensive line. Uh, Dexter Lawrence is really good. Uh, Secondary's a little suspect. But you look at Green Bay, they're not a their roster isn't talented. They got a couple good guys on defense that can rush the passer. They got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones is a good back. But look at their receivers. After Devontae Adams, it's kind of like looking at the New England Patriots group of receivers. So Mike McCarthy's got a team that's ready to win. It's not like he's going in there and taking over a team that was 4-12. and 12. No, and that's kind of why I thought Cleveland would be a good fit oh, as well. Cesspool. Not that I think Baker Mayfield is in the same category as Dak Prescott or Aaron Rodgers, but I had the feeling that, okay, the pieces are there. If he can just mold Mr. Baker Mayfield and, and figure out what they need to do, he's got the receivers, he's got the running backs. Defensively, I think they're good enough. I thought he'd be a good fit, but I really do think that this is a great hire for the Dallas Cowboys. And when I was, you know, I was watching these shows before I came in, and they're just blasting Jerry Jones. I mean, Stephen A. Smith and those guys were just absolutely massacring. Who's better? Who's out there that's any better right now? And I, I heard him say Tony Dungy. No way. Tony Dungy never won a Super Bowl. Yes, now, he did. Tony Dungy did? In Indianapolis with Peyton Manning. I thought, okay, I didn't realize it was... Tony Dungy was the Indian. But he pretty much hasn't coached since then. Right. Okay. So he's been out several years. And, you know, he he is not a Jerry Jones guy. Tony Dungy is a spiritual man. He's a laid-back man. Does that mean Jerry Jones won't hire him? <laughs> no, but you, he does. I'm just saying that Jerry Jones is abrasive. Jerry Jones thinks he knows it all. And that's just not a good – that's oil and water mixing together. He had Mike McCarthy spend the night at his house. Yeah. Now, it wouldn't be like me staying the night at your house, Steve, where 
you know, the, the bedrooms would be real close together and I, it would I be a real slumber party. No, I don't. I, I think at Jerry's house, he's like, all right, Mike, you can have the west wing yeah. of the home. Yeah, which is like 600 yards away, you know. He's probably, he's probably got about a 250,000 square foot house that covers like 30 acres or something like that. I'd like to imagine the two of them in footed pajamas just sitting in the living room with maybe some hot cocoa. Really having a good slumber party, talking about the future of the Cowboys. Jerry has a stiff boiler maker. To actually, he probably drinks a hard boiler maker. <laughs> All right, Steve. So you're giving the Cowboys a passing grade. I'm saying I'm giving them a B or an A. I, I, I'm giving them like a B because I don't know who's out there. It's any better right now. I mean, how many great coaches really are there in the NFL now? I mean, Belichick obviously. There's about eight. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Andy Reid. I think he's, for all his misgivings and handling the last two minutes of games, I think he's a I think he's a great coach. And who else would you say is a great coach? Harbaugh, not Jim. John Harbaugh. Yeah, that, I'm yeah. not not that sold on Jim. Bad no. name. No. I think John Harbaugh's a really good coach. Yeah. I think Pete Carroll's a really good coach. Yeah. Andy Reid, we're running out of guys. It's not that many. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who out there's better, than Mike McCarthy? Give me one. If you, if you can't pick those other guys, I mean, I know it's a recycle, but who's the hot coordinator? I, you don't hear about any hot coordinators out there. Eric Bieniemy, maybe. Chiefs well, offensive coordinator. Yeah, but, you know. Josh McDaniels, I, that sure would be fun. Well, we saw what happened to Josh McDaniels, his one try as a head coach. Yeah, nice work, Denver. Yeah, one year. Was it one year he was there? Not one, long. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. I've got a big story to tell you about when we come back. All right. I'm full of teases today. You are full of teases. This one, I think, is going to have you very, very excited. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Are you going to hunt down Skip Bayless? I'm real happy with Skip right now. You better go find where Skip Bayless lives and uh, knock on his door. He was blasting me. Yeah. He was saying, I've never even heard of Baker College. I've never even heard of Baldwin, Kansas. Come on, Skip. What are you doing, man? Well, nobody watches our show anymore. That's true. See you later, Skip. Yeah. Speaking of shows, Steve. Yeah. I was playing a little Elvis for you. I heard that. Burn in Love. Yeah. You know why? No. Well, it's a big night tonight, Steve. What's that? Not the Bachelor. Well, I don't. I don't know if you are have anything going on tonight, but on ABC, you don't even. <laughs> you get a three-hour season premiere of the Bachelor. You know what I would do instead? I would take toothpicks and stick them in my eyes. That's. <laughs> I'd rather do that than watch that show. Come on, Steve. This could be your year. This could be the year that you it's, really fall for it the is Bachelor. Not, it is not going to happen. Never, ever. Three-hour special premiere tonight. Get Pistol with you. He, he's kind of been, you know, he wants to be a Bachelor-type guy. He wants to be on that show. I think that it could be your year, Steve. You know who the, the Bachelor is. I have no idea. His name's Peter. 
Big deal. He's a who, pilot. Who cares? He's a pilot. Seems like a nice guy. You've got a ton of different women to choose from. There's 30 of them. Alexa. Courtney. Deandra. Well, Eunice. <laughs> Haven't you liked to I won't know any Eunice. of them because I will not watch. Hannah Ann. You've got Jade. Katrina. Kelly. Kelsey. Kiara. Lauren. Marissa. I don't care. But there's two Victorias. Victoria F. Victoria P. One is a nurse. One is a medical sales representative. All I got to say, if you're watching that show, you are hard up for entertainment tonight. Come on, three-hour premiere. I would rather watch the third time in the last week of Major League. Yeah, I feel like that movie's been on all week long. (laughs) But Steve, come on, you've got it. Did you watch the Golden Globes last night? No, I don't know what that is. You know what the Golden Globes are. Stop it. I don't watch stuff like that. You know what the Golden Globes are. I don't care. You were asking me about Ricky Gervais last night. I was asking about Ricky Gervais because I saw a a commercial about it and didn't know who the heck he was. He sounded like some nobody. (laughs) He's got more money than I got, though. Well, yeah. Come on, Steve. I think you need to dip that foot into just a little more pop culture. What What do you think is the most pop culture thing that you take in? The most pop culture thing I do. Yeah, what, in? what do you do that has the most pop culture with it? I have no idea. Steve watches Saturday Night Live. I do watch Saturday Night so Live. So that's probably about it. I watch the opening, and that's about as far as I can Yeah, then, then it's bedtime. Then it's bedtime, yeah. Steve, Steve doesn't even quite make it until the, the I just host like to see if comes Alec out and Baldwin. speaks. I like to see if Alec Baldwin's on. So you're not going to watch The Bachelor tonight? No. I'll stick toothpicks in my, in my eyes or whatever. It's going to be a good year, though, Steve. Yeah. I'll keep you updated. Well, you can keep me updated, but I'm not going to care. So My friends and I, were all doing a big pool. Oh, good God. you got to pick your ones at the beginning. Tell at- me Eli doesn't watch his show. Oh, Eli's a big fan. Oh, I'm so disappointed. You can get points. So they, they grade it just like fantasy football. So let's say I took Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller 5, I took... Alvin Kamara in my fantasy lineup. You get more points whether they score, if they have a big play in the Bachelor fantasy. If you cry, you lose 10 points. You can't pick anybody that cries. I got a feeling the people that listen to this show are on my side. No, I think the people that listen to this show love The Bachelor. I think you have a very minuscule number of people who watch The Bachelor, and I think they're like me, and they're going, I I would rather just put my feet in, you know, Ice water or something. That's a, that sounds like a nice night. <laughs> Steve, I think that you're undermining our female audience. I think they no, love that show. I, I, if they do, I'm amazed. Shad Marston texted him. Oh, no. I know Big B watches it. Shad Marston said he will not be watching The Bachelor. Well, so Shad's a you. smart man. Good for him. I think we got to keep the female audience here. We talk about too much guy stuff. we got to keep them involved. They're there. They sit through it all for us. Well, I think we just wasted five minutes of our Pick a name. Time. Pick a name. Jenna. You're taking Jenna. That's Steve's Great. prediction. Fantastic. For who's going to win it all. Fantastic. Jenna. All right, All right, Steve. Big week of show. Yeah. We got a ton of stuff no to talk about. No basketball tomorrow night for us. No basketball tomorrow night. Yeah. Big week. Yeah. Huge week. Yeah. Never seen a bigger week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bowlers start tomorrow. <laughs> you're right. Coach Helensky, my main man, Herb. You're all over it. So Steve's got Jenna and a big week coming up. Okay. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell and Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by... 
Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.